Here we go with the Jontrally Sherry Ellick Rochelle. As Alan from Texas likes to say, Sherry. Hi, y'all. This is Alan coming in all the way from Houston in the great state of Texas to your ears. Yep. Now here's right. some more of that fine news. Mr. Curley, yeah. I'm diving in with y'all on this one. Yeah. Here we go. Woo-hoo! We're all around the United States, Sherry. The 48 contiguous states, <laughs> including Thailand. Get, hmm? how, how could he get? How could he leave that message? Well, that's an interesting question you have, Sherry. That's a very good question, but that's what you do around oh, here. All you got to do is question. That's I ask myself that every oh. day. Every day, you go to the John and Sherry Show on Instagram. S H A R I is how Sherry's parents. Wanted to make her feel special because they knew that she had a regular-sized body with very large hands. He's going to the baby. Um, so you go to the Instagram page, and then you can click on over. Next thing you know, you'll be right over through our voicemail, and you can just leave any message you want. Any message. Joe, are people doing that? They sure are. Someone left a bunch of Joe Mama jokes yesterday. Oh, Joe Mama oh, that's jokes. that's a tease. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. I know Joe Mama. Joe Mama's so fat. His measurements are 36, 24, 36, and his other arm is the same. Joe Mama's so stupid, he poured hot water on his computer to keep windows from freezing. Joe Mama's so fat, he couldn't decide on his new band's name. Fleetwood Mac and Cheese, Godsnack, or Food Fighters. My personal oh. favorite is... Okay, oh, we're going to hold that one back. <laughs> oh, that's a tease. <laughs> okay, it is a tease. Wow, lots of noise. Thank you, Andrew. Very gassy today. Listen, my friend Dave is like, because I was talking to him on the air before. We were talking on the uh, phone just before he got on the air. He's like, uh, you got to go. You got to get start doing your little fart show. Um, it's no respect. <laughs> no respect for what we do here, Dave. Okay, a tr- a Trump. Okay. All right. Okay. Trump reveals uh, some of the names uh, for his VP, the short list anyway, of who he's got listed there. Let's see who he's going to mention. I'm going to go, well, I knew uh, Tim Scott's included. Who else? What qualities are you looking for in your vice presidential pick? Well, always the first quality has to be somebody that you think will be a good president, because if something should happen, you have to have somebody that's going to be a great president. A lot of people are talking about that gentleman right over there. And he's been, he's been so great. He's Me? been such a great advocate. I, I have Scott. to say, I don't. This oh. is in a very positive way. Tim Scott, he has been much better for me than he was for himself. I watched his campaign, and he oh. doesn't like talking about himself. But boy, does he talk about Trump! And I said, you know, I called him. I said, Tim, you're better for me than you were for yourself. But he's fantastic, and he's a fantastic person. Uh, so no, someone I who want can somebody step in. that can someone be, who can step into the role. Most importantly, you have to view that the audience has uh, been asked who they think would be a good choice and various names came up um uh one of them was of course vivek ramaswamy no, he's made a big I, splash ron DeSantis, who's making making an appearance today in south carolina we just found out um obviously tim scott byron donalds and a, a big uh, presence here for tulsi gabbard um very interesting I like tulsi um, gabbard. Are, and christy Nome as well i should say right. are, are are they all on your short list? Yeah, they're all on the short list. It's a long list. I, don't, I gotta tell you something. I was reading a piece today. Um, Trump hit with 80, 81 million, right, on the uh, E. Carroll uh, case, the civil case regarding uh, slander and defamation and then her reputation and the, the rape charges. You got that, and then you add in the 400 and some million 
I mean, this guy, they're doing exactly what they wanted to do. I don't know what, what's going to happen to Jack Smith thing. That won't have the giant fine on it. You could do time for that. What are you, 97 indictments against the guy? So they're just burying him in all of this. And the, the thing about the appeal, if he wants to appeal um, the case there in New York from Letitia James, he has to come up with either cash, $450 million or something, or a bond. And what was the interest on the bond, Sherry? Uh, it was something like uh, 81000 or $87,000 a day. Mm, yeah. So it's it, it's so obvious. To, they don't want them. They don't want you to choose them. They're afraid you're going to choose Donald Trump. So this is, they told you what they're going to do. In fact, it was Letitia James, by the way, the DA. She's running in 2018. Just This was her campaign ad. In 2018, this is her campaign ad. Vote for me because... America is an uncharted territory. We are angrier and more deeply divided than we've ever been at any point in our history since the Civil War. <laughs> really? A bit of a stretch. Really? Really? Okay. okay. And then guess who she shows a picture of? And at the eye of the storm is Donald Trump. Yeah. Ripping families apart. Threatening women's most basic rights. I'm running for attorney general because I will never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. I believe that this president is incompetent. I believe that this president is ill-equipped to serve in the highest office of this land. So, again, this this person is running for district attorney, right? New York district attorney. I'm running... Attorney General. <laughs> Attorney General. I'm running, right? I'm running there in, in the state of New York, but I'm gonna that's I'm going after him. You vote and for I me. I believe that he is an embarrassment to all that we stand for. He should be charged with obstructing justice. I believe oh, that the okay. president of these United States can be indicted for criminal offenses. And we would join yeah. with law enforcement. Which ones? Which which one? We're going to find one. And other attorneys general across this nation in removing this president from office. In addition to that, the office of attorney general will continue to follow the money because we believe that he's engaged in a patent practice of money laundering, laundering the money from foreign governments here in. Oh, oh, oh she's talking about Biden. She's talking about New Trump, York yeah. State, and particularly related to his real estate holdings. It's important that everyone understand that the days of Donald Trump are coming to an end. But we can only do it if all of you exercise the most fundamental right, a right which is basic to democracy, yeah. and that is the right to vote. The country at war with itself. Okay, yeah, blah, blah, blah. So <laughs> that's, your, that's 2018. I'm running for attorney general because I'm going to go get Donald Trump. That's a, Vote for me. Now, he, she knows how completely unpopular the guy is in New York City. Upstate New York, eh, got a few fans. But basically, it's a big blue voting block. Vote for me. I'll go get him. I don't know what he did, but I'm going to find it, and we're going to get him. We're going to destroy him because he's destroying the country. Not since the Civil War. But I mean, and like she wins. So he's like, okay, he knew it. Everybody knew they're out gunning for him. So you get her, right? Uh, you get uh, Miss Willis down there in Georgia. She, I don't know if she was so blatant in her campaign saying, I'll go get him too. So here she goes. And in, uh, the piece I was reading, I mean, he... The amount of money that they're going to tie him up with and whether you can get out the campaign ad, I think at a certain point, when you start giving money to Donald Trump for him to run, 
or to continue to campaign, it's like, well, is this going towards the the, the legal stuff, or are you going to be able to buy ads? He, just draining him of the cash that he needs. So they might win on this one. Well, she went on to talk to ABC News. I think you have that clip where oh, she yeah, says she's yeah. ready to seize his assets. Oh, yeah. Go get him. New York Attorney General Letitia James says she's prepared to do everything she can to make sure the former president pays his fine, including, she told us, seizing the buildings that bear his name. If he does not have funds uh, to pay off the judgment, uh, then we will seek, uh, you know, judgment enforcement mechanisms in court. And we will ask the judge to seize his assets. They said no victim. No one got harmed. The banks got paid back. So no harm, no foul. Why is that not the case in your? Well, she's going to say it's it is a law. It's an obscure law that you can't exaggerate these things. But again, there's no damages on it. But she's here. So financial frauds are not victimless crimes. He engaged in this massive amount of fraud, and it wasn't just a simple mistake, a slight oversight. The variations were wildly exaggerated. And by the way. When you talk to these money guys, like Deutsche Bank, they say the first thing they do, you know what they do? They give a 50% haircut. So when you say, I've got this asset and this asset and this asset and this asset, and a lot of his assets were in his brand, right, which is hard to determine what the value of the brand is. They said, you, um, we want to get a loan. The bank says, okay, show us your work. Show us your papers. You show it to them. They look at it. go, you know what? We'll take 50% off the top. Because we don't believe it. We're going to go to hard assets, something we could really go and get if we have to get it because you can't pay this loan off. We want to see your assets. They said 50% boom. Plus, if they're lending money, they go through every single piece of it. They're like, what did you say you had? Bull crap. They look at it. They dig in. They dig in. <laughs> they do not want to get on the hook for these things. So they look at it, then they determine, okay, you know, we, we see what you have. So we'll loan you, you'll pay on 6% or 2%, or maybe you'll move the loan around a little bit. But they know. They know it was crap. And by the way, uh, Miss James, a lot of people do this. During the whole crazy time, you could have a home inspector come in and they'd go, what do you need the thing to appraise for? I need it to appraise for a million. I got to get, it. okay. And then they would, okay, there it is. Or everybody moved it up. People, you know, joke around on it. You ever go to buy a business, they give you two books. The one book is what they show the government. And the other book is a real book. I went to go buy this business once. And my dad, he goes, where's the other book? I don't know what you mean. You got another book. Where's the other book? Oh, hold on a second. And there's the other book. It shows how much revenue. You take out the marketing number. You really look at the hard number. Show me your real revenue. Anybody that's loaning on this stuff, they know. They got this obscure law. They enforced it. Now they're going to go after it. The extent them. of the fraud was staggering. Trump staggering. said the penalty against him would drive other businesses out of New York. Will appeal will be successful, I think, because, frankly, if we're not successful, New York State is gone. But the state's attorney general told us she's not worried. And last I checked, tourism is up and Wall Street <laughs> is doing just fine. Oh. Oh, so if, okay. you, if, you, yeah, if you live in New York City, if you live in New York with all of these problems and she's focused on this grudge against him, well, what would you think? I mean, there are better things to do. I get that she thinks that this is some kind of massive fraud, but 
given hey, all the Sherry, other things that are going on. It doesn't listen. She this is what she campaigned on. If Letitia James can take down Donald Trump, right? If she's the one that finally sticks the sword in the side that takes the beast out, this opens up a whole world for her. She could become attorney general uh, in the United States. She could move up. Maybe she gets um, maybe they nominate her to be a judge of some sort. This is fame. People don't do this stuff because, oh, they really care about the Constitution. This is the giant feather. This would be her chance. Now, Fonnie Willis was hoping she would be able to get it, but apparently she's got a little bit of a problem with the boyfriend and cash and stuff like that. But this would be great if she's the one that could take him out. Jack Smith, of course, would be like to be the one that takes Trump out. Colorado Supreme Court, they wanted to do it as well. But to take the beast out, to be Letitia James, because she told you that's what she wanted to do when she was running for office. So here she gets it, right? A lot of good stuff comes from that. Public yes. service. It's just, oh, it, yeah. it is so obvious. And I'll tell you something, if you want to foment more discord and more anger, if they end up whacking this guy and they knock him out financially and he can't keep going, people are going to be mad. I mean, really mad because everybody sees it. And we're not slanting it one way or the other. This is just the facts on the thing. Yeah, yeah. He was it thirty three thousand was fifteen thousand. The size of the thing. And he lied about that. And it, you know, he made his brand seem a more value in his brand. But again, the Deutsche Bank got repaid. But this is it. This is their big, big move. This is what they're going to want to get him with. And here's the other thing that's going to happen: the Republican Party tit for tat. Now they're going to go after a whole bunch of people or tie up a whole bunch, and they're going to challenge this and challenge that. Then nothing gets done. It's really sad. Why, why are you so afraid of Letitia James, really, and the rest of them? Let him run. And if he wins, that's democracy. And guess what? Then it be his problems when he's the president of the United States, whatever. Then you can hold him accountable, do all that sort of stuff. But why not give the people of America an option? That's the choice. If that's the guy, let him speak. If you cared that much about democracy, you'd let everybody vote. But then you go. But, oh, no one's again above the law? Yeah, but you know what? There are certain people that you're going after with the law because you just don't want them because you're so afraid of them. Back in 2018, he was the reason the country was so divided? Please. It's hyperbole and just a nonsense. It's beneath the country. Anyway. Jeez, Joe. Yeah, you. I'm holding you personally responsible. Oh, come on. No, no I am. Not me. But it means not you. You you stuck it in the I'm show. I'm not the guy. I, uh... No, but you put it in the rundown. You're you right. know what I say to you? Say hello to my new friend. <laughs> Your mama. That's right. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. We got to save that story about the Kansas City guy, Sherry. Uh, one last one. Let's see. Oh, Washington Post asks, should you be cleaning your hotel rooms for housekeeping? I would say yes. Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of obvious that you shouldn't be a complete slob when you go to a hotel. But these are a couple of things that they recommend. Don't make mm. the bed. If you make the bed, it's just more oh, yeah, trouble yeah, yeah, for yeah. the, the yeah, yeah. housekeepers, right? They have to strip everything. Yeah. In really nice hotels, it doesn't even matter if you didn't sleep in one of the beds. They strip everything. They even wash the towels again just to be on the safe side. Sure. Um, it says also one of the main things is clean up your trash. If you got carry out or something like that, don't let it all 
collect in the trash can, be a little bit neater about that. And if you mm-hmm. have the do not disturb sign up because you want to prevent it, that's almost worse sometimes because if you're there for three or four days and haven't had the room cleaned, that's mm-hmm. a big job for them once they have to get in there. Yeah. I found oh, since do- – yeah, I'm tip. sorry. Go ahead. Leave, leave it I'm leave a tip. Leave a tip. Yeah. I've seen since, you know, doing the VRBO stuff, I'm so much more uh, conscientious. Not that I'm – all the garbage I collect, I take the sheets off. The, I put it on a big pile there on the bed. Uh, put the ironing board back. Put the iron back. I even, like, coil up the little uh, cord for the iron. You know, just so it's not a complete mess. Because they've got to come in and turn the room so fast, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think if you do, if you do run an Airbnb or you do a BRBO, you are more aware of the condition in which people leave your house. Whew. Wow. Like that black light I bought. <laughs> come on. Oh, really? say it. Oh, yeah. Well, you I can did. charge a fee, they say, with Airbnbs. If they, if they don't follow the rules or they leave like a horrific net mess, you can charge mm-hmm. them to clean that up. Remember I told you I was going to buy the black light and you told me not to? Uh-huh. You were right. Thank you, Sherry. But first, I've got to take that car of mine to Bucky's. Bucky's Auto Service Center. You know why? Well, heck, they've been around for 53 years, and that's that's nothing to shake a stick at. Get your stick away from them, Sherry. They've got 16 locations. That's nothing to shake a stick at either. Get your <laughs> stick away from them on that one either. It's... Uh, place to take the car to Bucky's, Bucky's Auto Service Centers. All righty. NASA seeking, were you one of those girls that had a no. Barbie that was an astronaut? No. <laughs> I have never, ever had an interest in space. I, d- I don't it, know. Is this something you took up in school? What, non-space oh, come on. studies? That's an old, no, hold okay. on. Oh, That's okay. an old joke that my dad used to do. What, did you, what, what are you studying in school? What are you taking up? Space? Space. Oh, okay. <laughs> taking up space. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to beg for a rim shot. <laughs> that was right on time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you have a choice. You find, I got a guy, let's say, you know, Trevor leaves finally and then you're on your own okay uh-huh. race car driver astronaut tech bro Ooh, definitely not race car driver um astronauts pretty cool okay so then you are you like astronauts boots all yeah. right so <laughs> nasa is seeking four aspiring astronauts to live in a 1700 square foot Mars simulation for a year. Four people in 1,700 square feet. Would you like to know what they need to qualify? Yes, please. Okay. You have to be between 30 and 55 years old. You have Mm -hmm. to have experience in a related STEM field. You have to have 1,000 hours of pilot and command time. You have to have 1,000 hours of uh, pilot time in a a jet aircraft. Okay. Okay, You also cannot have any digestive problems or food allergies. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's going to be 1,700 square feet. There's no windows. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, that would not be good. Yes. Oh, no windows. Um, 17 square feet, no windows. Okay. Yep. And then uh, it's going to be 12 months behind bars, bars of Mars. 
And um, this is an Alpha 3D <laughs> printed structure. It's at the Johnson Space Center in Houston. And the applications, they're taking them right now. Oh, my God. Okay, it's one of those things. Anybody that wants it, that's the person you should immediately disqualify. Because anybody that wants no, pick me. I want to be in a small room with no windows and 1,700 square feet. Pick me. Like, no. No, no, no. No. Something's weird. If you want to do this, it's too weird. For one year, four people trapped in there. Right. Is anybody, like, gluten-free or a vegan? Wouldn't that be the most annoying person in there? Yeah, you can't. Even avoidances in terms of food, they don't want that because anything could happen because you're eating, like, the space food and all of that. Guess how much it pays? Uh, 35,000. 60,000. Okay. Mm. All right. Ted, you want to go? It's fun. <laughs> okay. See, that's the guy you don't want in there. It's like, first guy in. Hey, guys, hope you don't mind. I chose the smaller beds in the room, back in the back, but that's okay. I'll do dishes. I'm first to sign up. They'd be the one putting up all sorts of signs and posters and, you know, keep going. Hang in there, baby. They got a cat Ugh. hanging off a pole. Oh, my God. <laughs> Does this qualify in any way as actual astronaut training? Well, this is all, I don't know why they're doing so much with Mars. I mean, is anybody alive today going to really be, you know, on Mars? No. So this is all, it's research, it's research. 2030, Elon said. Come on, Sherry. Not to live there. It's never going to (laughs) happen. Come well, on. this is how you you don't all of a sudden just go, hey, we're going to Mars next week. You plan on it. And this yeah. is how you plan on it. You get the stuff going. These guys are like land astronauts. You know, maybe they don't like going into outer space like that monkey that Russia sent up there. But these guys are the first steps and they're suffering. We're learning from it. Are they also going to have like, is it going to be depleted of oxygen or something? Or is it just see what it's like when you put four hot people in one <laughs> small simulator? It's like the huh? real world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they have got to do all kinds of experiments. They'll have to work. They have to deal with a lot of the different pressures of being on Mars. It will simulate all of those things. So Uh I guess at the end of it, they would be qualified to go on to the next step, whatever that is, whenever that is. Okay. Well, you are so down on this. I hope they don't choose you. Well, I put in my application, so I'm hoping for the best. good in there. I just hope like halfway through all of a sudden some – weird-looking kind of, like, badger or something comes out of somebody's chest from um, <laughs> aliens. That's what you need in there, right? Sigourney Iconic Beaver. scene. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, oh, it's like... got to be pretty safe because they're at the Johnson Space Center, and I suppose if somebody really went nuts, they just have to open the door and leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you, Sherry. Which back my in two thousand, back in hey, listen, everything gets goes nuts. Just leave. Back in two thousand eighteen, remember they did this thing in the desert with they were in the mm-hmm. dome. Remember that whole thing? I don't know if that thing ever worked out. Whatever happened to that man? They made a big deal about it, but then all of a sudden it just was nothing, right? Did we learn anything from any of those people that were suffering like that? Um, well, I think we've got some audio explaining it. I can't find it, Sherry. Oh. I'm sorry you said that. I'm scrolling and looking. Human composting, best parking. Yeah, there you go, Joe. In the barren Utah desert, it seems like another world. 
Hello. Welcome to Mars. <laughs> Hidden in the harsh, dry terrain, the privately run Mars Desert Research Station gives scientists, engineers, and doctors a feel for what life would be like on the red planet. You're exposed to extreme cold, extreme low pressures, extreme heat. It's a very difficult environment to survive in. This team of wilderness doctors spent two weeks on a simulated mission. The idea of going to Mars, even if it's a one-way trip, certainly appeals to me. Most who visit the station oh, will never whoa, make it to whoa, Mars. Whoa, but the experiments whoa. and research they conduct are laying the ground. That's uh, another one. Pause. Yeah, because if it's a one-way, that certainly appeals to me. Means I'm not coming back. No, it's for science. Do oh, it, do it for so- humanity. Oh. Oh. Okay, that's another person you don't want to be involved with. <laughs> you want to hear the rest or you're good? Uh, I'll just give a little bit more. Work for the team that will eventually land there. They live in tight quarters. It tastes better than it looks, I promise. Eat space food and work in Mars-like conditions where astronauts would face temperatures colder than minus 80 degrees and unpredictable dust storms. Anything that can happen on Earth can happen on Mars. Major difference is that help is 140 million miles away. How about that? Okay, okay, that's enough. How about the major difference is no one's ever going to live there? How about that? <laughs> oh, wow, Sherry. Such a space hater. Dream crusher. Jeez. Yeah. Or and Wilbur, you know, taking off from Kitty Hawk. Yeah. Hey, give it up, loser. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to happen. Yeah, Heard it, hey, move Mar- on. Yeah, hey, Marconi. <laughs> wireless words are phony. Huh? <laughs> Heard it, move on. They all laughed. You know that song? No. They laughed at Christopher Columbus when he said the world was round. They told Marconi wireless words are phony. It's the same old cry. They laughed at me wanting you. Now, never mind. I'm not going to do it on I'm wasting it on you, Sherry. It's one of my best. <laughs> I'm going to sing it on the way back, though. All right, good. I liked it. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll send it over to you, Andrew, and then we'll sing it for Sherry. Because it's, you know, people like you, you're the ones that stop progress. That's right? right. Yep. Standing right for. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> dumb. That's never going to happen. No one's going to do that. Yeah. I'm guilty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, limited amount of time on this. We'll have to save your menstrual bag, Sherry, for another. That's menopausal bag. (laughs) That's the tease. It's a big difference. (laughs) I just looked at it quickly. Uh Yes, you did. So the letter M is filled in the rest later on. Uh Um. There's a, I, I put it up on Instagram, or Nick did anyway. I'll send it over to Joe. You can put it on the post at John and Sherry Show, S-H-A-R-I, John and Sherry Show, Instagram page. Um, oh, there is a, geez. thank you. She, she changed. There oh, we go. Waiting, yeah, fine. <laughs> Took a little while, squeeze that one out. Uh, <laughs> warrior, uh, stop. There's a there's a gas station. Last one we get on I ninety coming out of the club, right hand side there, the Warrior, um, you know, gas and go kind of thing. 
I think Clay Ellum is famous for like the most amount of gas stations and the most <laughs> square feet or something. If there's gas stations every 13 feet. But anyway, the Warriors, the last one, my buddies that own the place, great place. Everybody goes in there. I was there the other day and I said to Nick, I said, that's a sad little picnic bench they've got like wedged up next to the place where you'd fill your car with, fill your tires with air, you know, bing, bing, bing. They got that. Then they got the tank there. You can get yourself pet, uh, you know, gas for your grill. And then there's this little ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> little picnic bench. And she's like, do you think that is really sad? Because it's also next to the giant car wash, just stuck right in there. So she came back the other day from uh, Park City. She'd been gone for a week. So when she got there, before she got there, I set up um, a little tablecloth and got some a champagne bottle and a few other things. I thought, oh, I timed it. I thought, oh, I only need to sit here for like five minutes more because she's going to get off the bus and she's going to be right there. Funny, funny. Well, the thing gets delayed, so I'm sitting there for like 45 minutes, and all these people are pulling up. They're like, oh, what are you doing? I'm like, it's a, it's a joke. I'm just a joke. I'm just sitting here. I don't get it. It's like, well, it's just a, I, I set up a table, and so that's what I'm doing. And then everybody that got out of their car was like, well, that's really sad. It's a joke. I'm just joking around. My wife's got to get off the bus, and we <laughs> – Oh, my God. Everybody had something to say about it. Like, I was serious. And I'd be like, and then one lady's like, you know, you should really probably tuck the tablecloth in and make it look a little better. It's like, oh, my God. You're like one Everybody of those guys at the airport be- waiting for their mail order bride that never comes after you bought yeah, the Yeah, you got the sign, the sad sign, everybody <laughs> coming by. Well, I have yeah. a more basic question. Mm. What bus was she on? She didn't take a bus. To- <laughs> What's the bus? Oh, I'm sorry. We don't all have a BMW. Okay. Two of them. But <laughs> what? No, I'm just curious because oh, a it's bus- the Bel Air Express, Sherry. If you really want to get tech, the Be- Bel Air Express for like forty bucks. Pick you up in Cleveland, drive to the SeaTac Airport. Oh, okay. Bring you Got back. It. All right. And I always get on the bus. She gets on, and then I'm always like, okay, okay everybody, this is Nicole. Be nice to her. She gets nosebleeds. People like looking at us like, oh, I'm going to try. Don't get a nosebleed. So she finally showed up. She showed up, but but it was funny. The look on her face is pretty good. But having to sit there for the 45 minutes of explaining it to everybody coming by. Hey, aren't you the guy from TV? Is this like an evening magazine thing? And then I'm like, yes. Yes, it is. Can I be on? I'm like, yes, you can. You sit right here with me. You guys sitting there. I'm like, what's this about? It's like, it's about me regretting every minute of this. It's well worth it. You got to stick with the jokes, you know? You get into those practical jokes. hang in there. Keep right on going. Yep.